need new shoes. Welcome to another Fix Your Funnel interview. Uh, this is Ryan Chapman with Fix Your Funnel, and today I'm really excited to talk to one of our few, and this is like an elite crew. This is like the the Green Berets. This is the, the commandos that nobody knows about. This is the secret elite force, except for we tell everybody about them. There's just a few of them, I guess, is the point. Chris Malinsky is one of our few uh, Fix Your Funnel certified people, and with that, that means he went through 11 hours of training of Fix Your Funnel stuff, and then he had to pass a test that would make grown men cry for their mamas. And uh, I've had over 70 people now, I think, go through that, 66, 67, but they um, only six have finished it, and Chris is one of that, that elect few. And so he's definitely someone I would say that knows Fix Your Funnel really well. Um, that, in fact, you know, I might get a notification about this uh, while we're on this interview, and I'll tell you if I do. But we think we discovered something new that you're going to really like because I know you, you get into a lot of this stuff. But Chris is somebody who has um, formed a, a, a really powerhouse team to be able to meet the needs of his customers. His customers tend to be smart entrepreneurs who have their act together but are trying to do some pretty impressive things with marketing and automation. And Chris is one of those go-to guys that can make it happen for him. And so he's attracted some really high-level clients. And uh, as we talk, I think you're going to start to pick up why. Um, from what I understand, Chris, you've got a pretty good crew working with you these days. Um, your own coders, designers, developers, uh, certified consultants for, from Infusionsoft as well. you got quite the team going. Yeah, Ryan. You know, just like yourself, I like to, uh, when I find somebody good, I like to take them, keep them, put them under my wing. And that's, that's how you grow a successful business. So I definitely do have a great staff behind me. And we're really able to take on any challenge that comes our way and really succeed. So it's been it's been wonderful these past few years. Okay, now I probably didn't do it justice there. Could you describe a little bit better what is your actual business? Right. Well, uh, I'm the founder of Automation Playbook. We are a bunch of marketing consultants that teach brick and mortar businesses how to automate their sales and marketing online. So a lot of my clientele are doctors and lawyers who are very smart people, they know their trade very well, they have no idea how to market themselves, let alone automate that marketing. And that's where Automation Playbook steps in. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. you got a lot of focus on the higher end professional market then? Without a doubt, yeah. You know, I, I love dealing with the smart people that just need a little push in the right direction and my, my favorite thing is really watching their eyes glaze over with excitement, things they never even thought of. So, like I said, that's how we step in and introduce them to the whole world of internet marketing over here. So, Awesome. How did you, how, what's your story? I mean, what, how did you get into this business? I mean, uh, did you wake up uh, you know, as a teenager and say, you know what, I really want to do marketing automation? Because I don't even think it existed when you were a teenager. So how did you get into where you are today? No, I, I, when I was a kid, there was no internet. So um, how did I get into it? Well, I was, in, I was a financial advisor back in 2008, you know, sucked up right after college. And both my wife and I were in finance and the 2008 crisis hit and basically everyone lost their jobs. It scared me enough and my wife to go back to school. Um, and during that time, actually, my wife is now in veterinary school. She's going to become a veterinarian very shortly. Um, 
and she got me a job as a marketing director at an animal hospital. And it turns out that they were trying to sell their supplements online and basically had no idea how to do it. Um, so they hired me, brought me on, and it just so happened that they were using Infusionsoft. And they paid me to learn that software inside and out. And um, basically what happened, within the year, I was able to take their online sales from 3000 a month to 20000 a month wow. for a very animal hospital, automated their entire marketing funnel from A to, a to Z, their whole sales cycle, thing was running fully on autopilot after 12 months. And upon my yearly review, they said, Chris, you did a wonderful job. We're so happy. You know, everything is running perfectly, perfectly automated. And as you may have figured, they let me go. <laughs> you, you did yourself out of a job. That's I awesome. did. I automated myself out of a job. And uh, although I was very upset at the time being, it took me only two months to really launch Automation Playbook, get in a whole bunch of clients and have not looked back ever since. And Actually, that company has hired me multiple times thereafter at a much higher rate. So that brings out an interesting point. You know, I've seen this over and over again um, where people feel like something tragic or terrible has happened to them. And it turns out to be the best thing that ever could have happened to them. When we leave the security of somebody else's wing and we get pushed out out of the nest, um, it can feel so, so like scary. But if you really do buckle down and you take everything you've been fortunate to learn in that prior experience that you've had and invest it into the future, you can create some amazing things. And I've seen that with your development. I mean, we met, it was um, like a year and a half ago to a two infusion. Two and a half years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you've done us quite a bit in the last couple of years. I think it's a testament to who you are and what you, what you uh, are where you're going as well. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was my first infusion con, you know, we went out to lunch together and that whole seminar was just a complete eye opener. And you gave me your book that you recently wrote on that seminar, which I did read. Um, just trying to pull it up right here. I can't find it, but Oh, how to fix your funnel. Exactly. Yeah. So I read that thing front to back on the plane ride home and went to work. (laughs) Well, well, tell me a little bit about that. I mean, what kind of impact did that have on what you were doing or what you were intending to do? Well, listen, you you know, not to toot your own horn over there, but uh, you're definitely an industry leader. You you know, you're a first mover. And when I went out to lunch with you, I was definitely a newbie, you know, and I was a little intimidated. But I sat down and realized that you were just a normal guy just like me who wrote a great marketing book. So I, <laughs> I read that thing ASAP and that's what happened. You know, I realized that there was definitely major holes in my business where I was dropping leads, not following up, not even looking at sales reports and seeing times of the month that are good or people that have bounced. And after reading that book and a few other books too, I went back and restructured my business and, you know, just <laughs> thank thank goodness, it, really, because things started growing significantly after that. So. Well, hey, I appreciate that feedback. You know, when I wrote that book, I I called it How to Fix Your Funnel. And people, I think a lot of people assume that it's about our services, our softwares and stuff. And and the most common feedback I get from people that thought that is they're like, I was kind of surprised because I thought you were going to talk about text messaging or upsells or direct mail or the phone or what have you. And you didn't mention any of that stuff. You actually just taught me something totally different I didn't know I needed. 
But I had another gentleman recently was telling me about how he just read the book for the third time because the first time he didn't notice how much was in it. And then we right. had a discussion and he went back to it and he said, holy cow, I just realized I'd missed a ton of what you were talking about in that book. And so I'm glad it was able to help you, or at least was part of your formula that pushed you to your meteoric rise as you've uh, developed what you've developed there. So um, how, how are you, why don't you talk a little bit about how you're using all this technology to create leverage in your business? Right. Well, one of my main goals is to automate the sales and marketing cycle completely, you know, your whole online business. And what I do is I meet with a lot of doctors, a lot of attorneys, people like that, that don't have a huge online presence. And I'm able to use the current technology out there to basically put them into my funnel in real time. So I can use things such as, you know, I'm a big Infusionsoft user myself. Um, they've got that new Snap app where all I need to do is take a picture of a business card. That'll kickstart a marketing campaign. That's huge. Um, another thing I love to do is I use Time Trade, which is an automated calendar um, where people are booking appointments. They see my availability. It updates in real time. I wake up in the morning every morning, flick on SportsCenter, have a cup of coffee, bring up my phone and see what I have to do today without even really having to talk to anybody to book those appointments. It's all happening automatically. And then it feeds into my automated marketing software and stops and starts campaigns, things like that. You know, um, another big thing I use is text messaging. Uh, when I speak at live events, um, I can have people text in a keyword just to get my slides or a free ebook or whatever. And people are doing it because it's still very new and I'm building my list taking physical people, bringing them into my automated world and putting them in my web. You know, it's, it's wonderful. So there are a lot of applications out there that will help you take real live people, put them into your automated world. So I, I guess really in, in a position like yours where you're working to bring marketing and automation to people, it's probably really cool for you to be able to say, hey, let me have your card and then you snap the card. Next thing you know, they're getting a text or an email or whatever. And that stuff's all happening automatically. You can just point that out. I took a picture of your card and all this stuff is happening. That's the kind of assets I can create for you and your business. Is that kind of what your your sales conversation ends up being? Or Yeah, it's definitely twofold. It's definitely the first part is getting them in, which is the biggest deal. And then the second part is really tracking. You know, I am huge on analytics. So, all right, you're in the system, but what happened? Did they download that report? If they did, what email did they download it from? If I sent them a text message, did they click the link in the text message? I wanna know that kind of stuff because I wanna know what medium is converting better and then how I can tweak it to make it even perform even more better. You know, So I'm huge on analytics and that's the second part is you need to see, all right, your traffic has come in, now what are they doing and how can you maximize that? Uh, what I wanna highlight for all the listeners is the fact that you're talking about consumption of message not just delivery of message because right. i think a lot of people can get stuck just worrying about delivery and not recognizing delivery doesn't make jack diddly squat without consumption right. because um and this is something like i got out of some stuff dan kennedy talked about where you know a lot of people i guess in the beginning if they're doing direct mail they think getting it delivered is the big deal but the real big deal is having them read it and respond to it, right? So no exactly. message, no, no, no matter how good your email is, no matter how amazing your letter is, 
no matter how you know pointy your text is or your video is, if it's not consumed, it doesn't even matter. It's as though it's that tree that fell in the forest where nobody was. It doesn't matter if it made a sound or not because nobody's there to hear it. And so the same way, if your marketing message isn't getting consumed, then you're measuring and you're worrying about the totally wrong thing. So I appreciate you highlighting that fact. Without a doubt. And I mean, it just, as you know as well, the worst thing you could do is pitch somebody that hasn't even watched, you know, the offer. And it's just, it's just so bad. So you need to make sure that if you're offering a video series, that they're consuming that entire video before you pitch them. And that's, there's so much technology out there that can do that for you automatically now. Uh, it, this is a phrase I encourage anybody to write down that doesn't already have this memorized, but but don't show up anywhere until they know who you are, right? So that's probably not the way it goes, but um, I prefer never to talk to anybody until they know I'm somebody in terms of the context of that conversation that's about to happen. That's probably more likely the, the phrase to go is, don't talk to anybody until they know you're somebody. Um, if you just show up cold, like you're saying, they haven't watched your videos, they don't, haven't looked, seen that you have your book, or you know they don't know who you are and why they should be listening to you, that's such an unpleasant conversation to be in as a salesperson or as a, as a business owner that's trying to convert business. I mean, the last place I want any of my salespeople to be is talking to somebody who has no clue who they are because it's just a waste of time, it's uncomfortable, it's not what it could be. But I tell you, when I talk to somebody who knows who I am, they know they have some sort of idea of, of what I've done and, and how I can help them. It's so much better because we can focus the conversation on what we can do for them instead of who I am and why they should be listening to me. Exactly. So how are you using Fix Your Fun on your business or in the business of your clients? Uh, well, obviously I do it twofold. Everything I do in my business I project on my clients because I need to be the expert, which I am. So Fix Your Funnel, as you, you know, you're the owner, has a lot to offer. And there are key elements I use on a daily basis. Um, the number one revenue booster is the one-click upsell. Um, I use that daily. So um, you're leaving money on the table if, if you're not using it. And it's super easy now to implement with a 2.0 version. So right off the bat, that's what I use. You know, that's my number one. How, how quickly can you get a new client set up and going on that? Within yeah. an hour. <laughs> Within an hour. That's crazy. Uh, and it's the same thing, you know, feeding into the second thing I use daily is the, um, the SMS conversations. Same thing. You know, if you're doing a live event, I can create a campaign for you both through Fix Your Funnel and whatever your CRM is within an hour and you'll be up and running. So it's not, this stuff doesn't take a lot of time. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it takes more time to set up what you're going to do in the background than it does to create the SMS conversation. Oh, yeah. If I could figure out a way to automate the, <laughs> the setting up the campaign a little bit more, that would, that would be the total win because I, well, I know for me, I can go in there and as quickly as you can imagine it. You're, you've created this interactive SMS conversation, right? And... You can tweak it, twist it around, turn it real fast, and I just wish that we could build our campaigns even quicker. I mean, it's—I guess that's complaining about little things because I mean, as it is, campaign builder is pretty amazing. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a lifesaver. It really is. So, how long have you been using Infusionsoft? Were you? What year was that when you started? Was it before or after Campaign Builder? I guess is what I'm getting. Oh, at. it was before when Infusionsoft was red and black. Their yeah. logo. 
So I've, I'm old school when you used to be able to pick your, your app name. Yeah. yeah, I've been around the block, and I, I remember when the uh, campaign builder came out. It took me a while to get used to, but now I can't imagine life without it. So, so you're using uh, SMS conversations when you speak to live groups. Is there any other situation where you're using it with your clients? Oh, yeah. Well, for myself, actually, if somebody's recurring payment fails, that's how I get notified. I use a one-way text message through Fix Your Funnel to text me immediately saying that somebody's payment failed with merge field, tell me exactly who it is and the phone number. So that's one way I use it myself. Um, but in regards to the SMS conversations, as I told you, my wife is a fourth year veterinary student here at Virginia Tech. And I was able to use Fix Your Funnels SMS conversation tool to make an online ordering system through text message for a local deli. Oh yeah, I remember you mentioning something about that. So is that yeah. is that being used still? Oh yeah, and it is wonderful. So all these little vet students text in their order, they swing back by their apartment complex and pick it up. It is uh, it's crazy. It's really some cool stuff. So I appreciate you sharing that because a lot of times when. I think people pigeonhole certain technologies and think, okay, yeah, that's great. Like the one click upsell, okay, that's fine if you're, you know, selling stuff online, but I don't sell stuff online. Or the text message, oh, yeah, if you're a speaker, then of course it makes sense, but I'm not a speaker, so I can't use that. But right. now, typically, when I think of it, I think of it always about lead gen, but you're able to do actual. Um, system automation this is an internal process in the business is accepting the orders i mean we might think of that as sales and it is facilitating sales but there's really a it's this is like a system process inside the business to allow people a different avenue for for creating and, and submitting an order and you did that through text message using these sms conversations which is really cool yeah it's really cool stuff i mean the receipt comes uh, Everything is saved, so we know what their favorite meal is. It's it's crazy, you know. It's absolutely crazy. But the the cool thing about this technology is it's whatever you can dream up on, on how to use it. There's a million ways to do it. So that's very cool. Now, are are you using any of the other technologies? Because one of the things that's come up quite a bit in these interviews is funnel bots, and it <laughs> seems like that would be something you use quite a bit. Yes, sir. I mean, that's that's. Uh, I use many. I use the counter bot, the move it bot, um, addition, subtraction, obviously, and the revenue reporting bot is, I love to know where I'm at financially at all times, especially because I'm supporting a family by myself. So that's a big deal. Tell us about that. What are, what are you what are you doing with that? I like to know, and I mean, you need to know everything about your business, and some people get too busy that they can't focus on certain aspects, and that's me too. I mean, I'm moving I'm crazy days every day. But at the end of the day, I want to know how much money I made today. At the end of the week, I want to know per the week. And at the end of the month, I want to know per month. And sometimes I don't have time to, to boot up my Infusionsoft account or check my email. I just want to look at my phone. So Fix Your Funnel text messages me more than my wife text messages me. <laughs> so, Well, that's good because you're hopefully communicating with her face-to-face, -face, right? <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. yeah, that's the truth for me. I, I get the most text messages actually from my Infusionsoft app because through Fix Your Funnel, I'm getting notifications about new um, marketing programs. So for me, I like to keep a pulse on new stuff. Um, so when something's new, I have it notify me at key points. So I can say, okay, this is actually producing results. Let's keep on spending money there. Or it's not, let's turn it off or tweak that's it or what, what have you. And then I like the revenue report bot so I can get uh, a feel for month to month. That, you do it weekly? 
I do, yeah. Okay. Things are always changing. I mean, money's coming out, it's going in, and it's just that's you know, if you don't have a, a good cash flow, something's wrong. So yeah. I definitely like to do it as Very much cool. as so. Very cool. Well, that's really neat. I appreciate you sharing how things are working in your business and how you're getting leverage for these different businesses. Um, my my big question I have for you, and this sometimes can get a little long, so I want to hit you with it right now, is what success principle do you attribute your growth and success to? Uh, well, there, there's a handful. Um, the number one is that there are so there's so much technology out there that it's it, it's also like it's like white noise. It's very hard to see all the new technology, figure out what's working. So what I like to preach is that I'm always on the cutting edge of the new technology that's coming out. Whether it's something new in Fixture Funnel or something in the Infusionsoft Marketplace, I'm going to test it out. I'm going to try it for myself. And if I wouldn't use it in my own business, I'm not going to recommend it to you. So that's helped me be very successful. Um, but at the same time, a lot of marketing consultants and just consultants in general will pick up a new client and tell them exactly what needs to be done. And that cookie cutter method just does not work for everybody. So. I take pride in, you know, when I take a new client on, you speak with me. I'm not going to pawn you off on somebody else. I am the face of this business. Yes, I have employees, but I want to sit down. I want to speak with you, find out your pain points, and I want to come up with a, a personalized solution just for you. And um, that has helped me just wonderfully because not only am I a consultant to all my clients, I'm also a great friend. You know, every city I go into, we're always going out, getting drinks meeting up face to face and just although you're trying to automate your marketing and sales there's also that personal aspect to it and I like to keep that because I'm not a major corporation here yeah you know I've got some great employees behind me but at the end of the day here you know I'm a person and it's <laughs> that's how things work here so very that's cool what, so yeah. If I was to sum it up, then it's keeping that personal relationship and really looking at each business as the unique entity it is. Exactly. I mean, there's no cookie cutter method. Every business is different. Yes, there's great software out there, but there needs to be a customized marketing plan for you, for me, and for everybody else. So, You know what I've noticed too, Chris, is this. If you look at any business, I believe a business is much a living entity as you or I in, in many cases. Right. And that business is screaming at the owner what it needs. Yep. Frequently, we're deaf to it, and so we don't hear it. And as a result, we don't get to enjoy the results that that business wants to give us. But your business that you have today, whether it's you, Chris, or any of the people listening, it is a living entity, and it actually wants to tell you how to make it the very most it can possibly be. And it's screaming it at you by what it's showing in terms of signs or symptoms of what it needs right now. Like if you know if somebody had scurvy, right? Isn't that the that disease they got if you're on a ship, you didn't have enough vitamin C, right? Yep. So you needed vitamin C. I mean, the, the disease told you what it needed once people figured out those things. And so same kind of thing. I mean, the business is going to tell you what it needs, but no two businesses need exactly the same thing at the same moment. And exactly. they might need the same 
principles generally apply to them, but they need a specific application of those principles to their current situation. And the entity of the business in terms of it as a living organism is made up of all the people on the team, all the systems that you have in place, all the tools that you leverage through those systems. And it, the way that those are going to come together and work needs to be a proper fit. And that sounds to me like what you, the approach you've taken, which I applaud you for that because that's a big deal being able to look into a business, look it straight into the eyes and sort of read what it needs and then be able to direct that organization to give the business what it needs so it can produce what it wants to produce for the owner. And so that's a real skill set. And so number one, I applaud you for it. Number two, I hope all our listeners are looking at their own business in that way as a living entity that wants to tell you how it can be the very best it can be. You just have to let it tell you, listen to it and then do what it's telling you at once. And if you don't understand that process, I give you two options. One is call Chris, and if, if uh, Chris is the right match for you, he'll let you know. If you're not, he'll also let you know. If, if you're not the match for Chris, go get my book, How to Fix Your Funnel, and, <laughs> and it'll tell you an, an approach. But the, the downside to the book, and I'll be real transparent on this, the downside of the book is the book is just information. It's not going to be able to look at your business. It's still going to force you to do that. And I, I'm a big believer in fresh eyes. If you can get a fresh set of eyes looking at your business, sometimes they see those obvious things that have been, it's like um, your te a teenager's room. If, if the teenager's in the room, they don't think it smells at all because they're used to the smell. But if you walk into that room, you're going to get knocked out by the, the odor. Yep. In the yep. same way, in a business, we start to get used to the stinkiness of our business. We've just come to accept the certain things as the facts of life. And the reality is they're not facts of life. They're just shortcomings or, or bad, uh, you know, things that we don't like about the business that are stuck around. And we just don't know how to address them. But if we get someone some fresh eyes to come look at it, sometimes that's all it takes for them to say, hey, you know what? These gym socks here really stink and we got to get them out of your room. And if you start washing your clothes once a week, maybe you won't smell so bad. You know, and it's those kinds of things that they have to come in and say. Sometimes they're not pleasant. But if we're open to it, we listen to it. We can make a couple changes here and there. And all of a sudden, um, things are flowing. Things are working. And Definitely. we go, why did we for so long accept that as the as the truth when it wasn't? And I think that's one of the big benefits that someone like Chris can bring to a business is your ability to look in there with a fresh set of eyes and see things that are very obvious to you because you've trained yourself to see them that sometimes we can overlook as the owner of a business. Without a doubt. Well, thanks for letting me get on my soapbox at the very end there, Chris. I agree with your success principles as well. Not that I'm the judge and jury on that thing. I think for each of us, we've got to look at our own business and our skill sets and see where they are. Because you're a personable guy, as well as being very intelligent, I can see why your success principles have helped you so much. Because you have those things naturally. They're part of who you are. And uh, your business has allowed you to express that. So I just want to salute you on all that you're doing. And I just think it's super impressive. I mean... Um, I remember being in that kind of position in 2006 when um, my friend Travis Tolstrup took me to my first super conference with Glazer Kennedy inside a nice. circle. Yeah. And he took me. I didn't have the money, really. I mean, any money I had, I'd already given him for 
mastermind coaching and stuff like that. But he took me on his own dime. And I don't know if he remembers this or realizes. Hopefully he doesn't come back asking for the money. But <laughs> he took me on his own dime to that. And I got to go behind the curtain and, you know, to different places because he was he was one of the chapter owners uh, at the time. And uh, so I got a real inside peek at how things worked. I got to meet some very impressive entrepreneurs. And, uh, you know, I was wide eyed. I was scared to death, to be totally honest. I was intimidated. And then um, come for full circle at the last super conference, I got to speak. And that was kind of like a, it was an interesting time. But watching you come from, you know, brand new, kind of like, taking it all in to now where you're in this place of great confidence because of your success with your clients and what you've done is just it's super cool to see and i just want to congratulate you again well thanks yeah you know and just like you said i look forward to when i speak at one of those super conferences because it's going to come sooner than later and um you know just seeing the progress from a couple years ago to now and anybody can do this anybody could do it just put your mind to it talk to someone like me talk to someone like ryan you'd be good to go i mean there, there is a whole wide world out there. Well, thank you. I want to appreciate you for your time today. And I know that you're a busy man, so it was a big effort to get you to carve out a time just to give to the, the listeners of this program. And and uh, thank you on their behalf as well as mine. Definitely. Well, Ryan, it was a pleasure, and I'm always here to help.